fun show today, Lauren. Oh, man, Judd, that was great. Yeah, we had Sean Garvey. In fact, we still do. He's right here. Sean... Here, guys. Yeah. And I'm still here. We're talking about him, and he's right here. Uh, Sean Garvey is our guest today. We just wrapped the show. We're doing the intro now. Tons of fun. Lots of laughs. Good to find out a little bit more about you and hear some amazing music. Yeah, no, thanks for having me. Yeah, I was looking forward to this. You were guest number two, and now you're guest number 100 and something. Feels good. Feels just as good. <laughs> just as good the hundred and somethth time. Oh, it sure is. Before we get to Sean Garvey today, I'd like to invite you to Judd and his family's winery on the south end of Silverado Trail, Judd's Hill, conveniently located at 2332 Silverado Trail in the heart of Napa. Visiting information is available at Judd'sHill.com. And as a special award for being a, a good member, type in coupon code JN. V-S, all in lowercase letters, please. And you'll get 15% off your entire wine order. And now, enjoy the show. That's right. We'll put the show on in just a moment. But I do want to remind folks that if they want an even better deal than that, what can they do? They can join the wine club. Absolutely. Absolutely. And while they're looking at wines and putting some in their cart and getting a little discount on that, look around. There's lots of other good wines, too. Come see me. Come see our guest, Sean Garvey. Revivalmade.com is your website? It is, yeah. Folks can go to your website and get their hands on some of your very limited production Revival wines. That's correct, yeah. So we've got two wines up there, Revival and Field Guide. And we also have some uh, some products that we've designed ourselves you can check out on our website. So Revivalmade.com. Fabulous. And now, Lauren, go ahead and say it. And now, enjoy the show. Here he is, Napa Valley's ambassador of good times and fine wines, John Vingelstein. Get ready for another heap of fascinating things to know from witty and intriguing people on Judd's Napa Valley Show. No sales trip and no rehearsing. Live from a Napa studio. You may be that intriguing person on Judd's Napa Valley Show. Pardon me. I'll have a Chardonnay, a marvelous date, it's hard to say. I know we never talk about the Sauvignon Blanc. It's a must-have on the podcast. It's just Napa Valley Show. You can't ease this flow if I elaborate over a Cabernet. My buddy's the truth. You should study my man, Juddy, and learn something new. Hello, I'm Leg Goodman from Dancing with the Stars. Last week, Lord's performance was a little bit spongy, so today I've taken over his seat. And now, here's your host, Judd Finkelstein. Hey, Len Goodman from Dancing with the Stars. Amazing, man. I'm a, I'm a huge fan, huge fan. I, uh, I watched your show once about six years ago, and I loved it. Fabulous. Thanks for joining in. Well, it's a pleasure, Judd, to be here. Um, what brings you to town? Oh, the wonderful sights and magnificent scores of the Napa Valley has to offer. That's wonderful. And and as luck would have it, our in-studio announcer, Lauren Mole, uh, was running late today. So I'm so glad you were by the studio to jump in and fill in. Oh, and you've got to go. You're giving me the signal. It's time to go. So uh, if you see Lauren, would you, would you send him in, please? Yes, I would. Okay, thank you very much. In the meantime, and uh, okay, all right, bye, bye, Lynn. And, and Len's gone, just like that. Guest who we haven't introduced yet, you would be amazed, maybe you've heard, but so many times when 
Actually, there's Lauren. He's knocking he on coming? the door. Could you could you go let him in? I uh, oh, guess and I'll stretch for time. How about that? Lauren is out there knocking on the door. I'll go get him. Yeah, I'll go seriously, get him. he's he's right out there. Wow. Well, I'm glad we had Len drop in. Uh, what I was telling our guest is that so many times when Lauren is running late, we have these celebrities drop in. A couple weeks ago, we had Bernie Sanders came in on his way to his rally in Vallejo. We've had uh, former Governor Arnold Schwarzenegger. We've had uh, Morgan Freeman, the ghost of Ronald Reagan. We've had all these uh, celebrities <laughs> popping in to introduce when Lauren is running late. Lauren, welcome. Well, you almost didn't make it. Did you see Len Goodman from Dancing with the Stars? I did. And, uh, and and what happened out there? You got locked out of the studio. <laughs> I got locked out of the studio. Well, that'll teach you to run, be running late. I did that on purpose. I said that'll teach. We're going to teach him a lesson. I'm locking the studio. <laughs> I just feel so safe that the studio is locked. <laughs> oh, jeez. Well, Lauren, it is great to have you here. Even though you're running late, we did have Len drop in. So th- big thanks to him. I guess folks should watch Dancing with the Stars. That show's still on, I, I guess? It is. Mondays at 8, 7 central on ABC. All right. Good. Thanks for the plug. They'll be sending a gift basket to you pretty soon, I'm sure. Now, Lauren, what's going on with you, man? Well, I had a, uh, I had a great Memorial Day. What'd you do? <laughs> I worked at Rayleigh's. Oh, and well, you like work, though. That's, that's great, right? I do. What were people buying on Memorial Day? I, I kind of have this vision of people flooding in and buying, you know, cases of beer, soda, hot dogs, charcoal, that type of stuff. Hot dogs and hamburgers. Hot dogs and hamburgers. Those are the big sellers? Yeah, plus the French fries. Can't oh. ever forget those. No, no, no. Do you sell French fries at Rayleigh's? Or are they already made up or frozen? Or I think they may have already be frozen. Okay, and then folks can take them home and cook them up. That's cool. Anything else happening? You got any gigs coming up? Are you singing at any professional sports stadiums? What's happening? Well, everybody's a star. will soon be singing the Star Spangled Banner at the Giants game for the first time ever. You haven't done the Giants yet? Well, we, well, oh, we have done for the You Giants. did take me out to the ball game. Yes, but never the Star Spangled Banner. Oh, my goodness. What an honor. When is that happening? In August. All right, August. We don't know. Exactly. I'll give you further details as soon as they come up. Yeah, we're we're a little ways away from there. That that's great. Congratulations. Thanks. Tell us about everybody's a star. We've mentioned it on the show many times, but I think we should mention it again. Well, everybody's a star is a special organization based out of Sonoma that helps uh, showcase the talents of special broadcast quality music videos for special needs individuals like myself. Wonderful. And if folks go to their website, which is everybody'sstar.org. Which I've, I've heard, Lauren, correct me if I'm wrong, that website runs 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Exactly. 365 days a year. You got it right on the nose. All right. I learned something. And if folks do go to everybodystar.org, they would be able to see your music video. That's right. But not only not just not only mine, but just some other, some other people that we've uh, showcased. Of course, no, they're all the wonderful. But we're talking about you right now. That's right. This is Lauren Mole's segment on Judd's Napa Valley Show. That's right. It's all about you and your white dinner jacket, which you wear in the video. That's right. Or tuxedo jacket, but very sharp, very sharp. Nice, Lauren. Yes, Judd. You know, for my money, I don't think there's any tastier pear than the Bartlett pear. Actually, I'm, I'm not a pear person. Okay, well, I just <laughs> good. You know. So, anything else happening? No, I guess that's pretty much it. So, uh, so what's been going on with you, Jack? Well, it's very busy right now. We're 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 into the season, as it were. It's been warm. It's been hot, actually, here in Napa Valley. Beautiful folks are coming to town, so we're we're excited to be greeting them over at Judd's Hill, which is open daily. So we invite folks to come by, and we do participate in the Napa Valley Vintners Napa Neighbors Program. So if you call us and make a reservation to come have a taste, and you are a resident of Napa County. Uh, just bring your ID, let us know, and you will 
taste for, oh, this word, I hate to say it. What's a better word to say, taste for free? You'll have a complimentary, enjoyable wine experience because we love to welcome our neighbors. And you can make a reservation at 707-255-2332 and then push extension 2 to get to our tasting room. We'd love to welcome you. So that's going on. And also tonight, this is happening tonight, Lauren. We are doing a Judd's Hill winemaker dinner, ah. which means me. I'm going to go have dinner here, and folks, I would love for them to join me over at Napa Valley Bistro downtown. Great spot, solid food. Really enjoyed every time I go there. Chef has, has put together this wonderful multi-course menu. He's considered our wines. It's going to be a lot of fun. It starts tonight at 6 p.m. If folks would like to come, it's $65, and that includes the food and the wine. You can call Napa Valley Bistro at 707-666-2383. Make your reservation and more information is at NapaValleyBistro.com. And we've got something else coming up that's not tonight, but the following week at Kamomi on 1st Street on Friday, June 17th, my band, the Maikai Gents. We're doing our old-time Hawaiian music, Taste of Old Hawaii. But it's a late night show, so we might get a little saucy. Who knows? It starts at 10 o'clock till midnight. And in fact, if things are still going at midnight, we're going to play another set after midnight. And I've never been up that late in my life, Lauren. It's going to be nuts. Wow. That's uh, a first. It's all ages. I don't know how many youngsters are going to want to be up that late, but it's all ages. It's free to get in. Of course, their full menu of food will be available. And Judd's Hill Wines will be featured that night. That's Friday, June 17th at Kamomi on First Street downtown. And then, of course... Yucapalooza at Oxbow is coming up in July. That's July 29th out on their river deck. Bring your own ukulele. It starts at 6 p.m. It's free to get in. There will be island-style specials from many of the Oxbow merchants. There will be a vintage Alohaware marketplace, thanks to Melissa Grunhagen, a.k.a. Retro Diva, with all her great vintage wear. And it will be a benefit for the Voices Youth Program, a very wonderful group. We're going to talk more about them as we get closer. And that's July 29th, and it's free to come. All of our events from Judd's Hill, all of our great, exciting adventures can be found at Judshill.com and look on our events page. That sounds like fun, Judd. It's a lot. It's a Very lot. Impressive. I know. I love this summer season with all this fun stuff going on. Me too. Speaking of fun stuff, we should do a show. I, I think this is fun stuff. You know, I think we should. Let's continue on with it, shall we? Sure. We have a guest who's already proven himself to be very helpful. Uh, by and very, very healthy, too. And very healthy. We're, we'll talk about his, sure. his health. Sure. And, uh, but very helpful in letting you into the studio when you just got locked out. Ah, uh, love this live radio. Lauren, let's introduce this young man sitting right here. Okay. To hear his guitar, folks are drawn. And over his wine... They do fun. He's made a revival, so we toast his arrival as we welcome our Garvey friend, Sean. Hey, Sean Garvey. Hey. How are you, Thank sir? Thank you, Lauren. Isn't he good? He's, he's great. He's the pro. He's great. Sean Garvey, you have the distinction of being guest number two on this very show when we started a little over three years ago. I know, and I want to meet guest one. You do? Who was, who was guest one? I don't remember. <laughs> no, I do, actually. It was Alan Kropp, the publisher of Mutineer Magazine, oh, sure. and, uh, which is a fine beverage magazine. Really interesting guy, part of the, the great cocktail and beyond, cocktail, wine, and even non-alcoholic drink culture, one of the, um, the, the, the banner wavers of that whole culture. Great guy. 
I don't know why he was number one and you were number two. It could have <laughs> gone the other way, but I think it was an availability thing. But the point is, you were here at the beginning. I was. We before t- Lauren. That's right. Yeah. That's right. You but got- Lauren, you add a whole other dimension to the show, so it's, it's much appreciated. Oh, thank you, Sean. Yeah. Lauren, you didn't come here until about a month after we started, correct? That's right. Yeah. So, uh, so yes, you get to meet Lauren. You get to have one of his signature rhyming, in this case, limerick introductions. And happy to have you back. You are just a cool dude. Uh-oh. You know, you're a lifelong Napa Valley resident. You grew up here. You're in the wine business. You're a grape grower. You're a musician. We talked about most of this on your last appearance. Which was three years ago. Which was I three can't years ago. It. Yeah. So folks really want to get into it, they can go back on iTunes, search for Judd's Napa Valley Show, and look for that episode in March of 2013 with Sean Garvey. But let's, let's, let's recap a little, shall sure, we? Sure, sure. Today we're going to talk a little bit about your own wine project, mostly about your music, but let's talk about you. You grew up here. I grew up here. I actually grew up down the road from you. Yeah, yeah. We've known each other a very long for time. a long time. It's got to be... 35 years or something. Are you that old? Yeah, I am. You Thir- are? 38, so... It's probably about that long. probably about that long. Yeah. No kidding. So, yeah, grew up here, had the opportunity to leave here, which I think is always good for everybody. Mm-hmm. And then uh, you leave here and you quickly realize how, how good you had it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I fought to get, to get back here. I know that feeling. Yeah, no, it's, and it's just amazing to watch this place change, you know. I'm sure, uh, you know, you remember Napa when we were growing up and... We had what the Cynodome, and that was and a roll. I think we had the roller skating rink. There was a roller rink down in the River yeah. Park Center. Yeah, not and a was whole about lot it. else to do for kids, which was kind of nice. You know, it sent us outside to play yeah. amongst the vines and in the creeks and all that. It was a it was a nice childhood. The community has changed. You've changed a little bit. I've I've yeah. gotten bigger yeah. and older. Yeah, you got a little bit of a little bit five of, o'clock shadow. You yeah, didn't have that thirty five years ago. This is uh, the parenthood shadow, I think. <laughs> The, sh- the, the stress of, of the no time. It's no stress. Yeah, it's your, stress. your children are angels. Perfect. Don't cause you any stress. Yeah, it's just no, it's just a time. matter of time. Yeah, trying to fit that extra hour in the day. Yeah, well, your family was the founders of Flora Springs Winery right. up uh, just south of St. Helena. And uh, you've been a grape grower as well. Your mm-hmm. whole life spent your childhood out in the vineyard pruning, picking, suckering. Yep. You still do a lot of that? We do. More of it now, actually, than I probably did then. You know, I, I spent uh, a number of years in the cellar mm-hmm. doing the production side and then um, been taking over the grape growing side with my dad in the last, I don't know, six, seven years. Yeah. So, yeah, no, we're out in the field quite a bit. In fact, this morning we're, we're planting vines, so I was up in Oakville this morning and then zip back down here to meet you guys, yeah. Well, thanks for taking the time. You bet. <laughs> Appreciate it. What are you planting up in Oakville? Let me guess. Uh, yeah. Cabernet Sauvignon? Cabernet Sauvignon. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, that's a good place to do it. It's not bad. Where's yeah. the vineyard? Is this one of your vineyards? It is one of the family vineyards, so it's um, right off of Oakville Crossroads mm-hmm. next to Silver Oak. So forever we had Pinot Grigio growing there. Oh, so really? People thought maybe we were smoking something in the back of our, <laughs> of our ranch there growing Pinot Grigio in Oakville. And I'm sure it was wonderful Pinot Grigio. It was amazing. Yeah. But there's something about economics, isn't there? A little bit. Yeah, tough to survive selling Pinot Grigio. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> well, cool. So that's being planted now. So you come online in a few years and yeah. have some world-class cab. That's the plan. That's All right. Plan. That's good. Let's talk about what you're doing on your own. Yeah. You've got this brand called Revival. Yeah. So my wife, uh, Lindsay Garvey, and I have been uh, doing this for uh, about, I guess, eight years now. We started, uh, our first vintage was 2008. The idea behind Revival was, you know, we watched our parents and your parents, right, when they came up here. Mm-hmm. Did, your, did your family start in the 70s about? Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, came uh, up here in the mid-70s and then built Whitehall Lane Winery in 79. Okay. Yeah, so our first vintage at Flora Springs was 78, so right around the same time. But, you know, that at that time in the Valley, right, everybody was doing all parts of the process. You know, my dad was in the vineyard. My mom was in the cellar. She was yep. out selling wine. So we were touching everything, right. you know, and I've watched, I think, you know, aspects of this valley start to get away from that. So the idea behind revival was, I want to get back to that. You know, I want to, let's create something where we're touching every aspect of it. You know, we're in the beginning, we were pruning and we were shooting and picking the fruit and, uh, we were trying to do, do it all. And, uh, so now we've, you know, we're trying to hang on to that, but that's the, that's the sentiment at least. And that's what we're trying to do. And it's a real small project. So we can, it's, it's manageable. Um, but we wanted to revive that that feeling. That's where the name came from. Revive the feeling of the real family, hands-on. Yeah, and, and being a part of it and actually doing the work as opposed to, you know, finding the, the, the best winemaker, the best grape grower, you know, right. and kind of, you know, farming it out. You know, it's done in-house. We're doing it ourselves. So. Yeah, it's very authentic yeah. to who you are. Now, last time you were here, three years ago, you were making about six barrels. Mm-hmm. Where well, are you, are you so we, there? we're still doing that with Revival, and so that's our, you know, big brother Cabernet, and then we're also doing a red blend, which we're making about, you know, 400 cases of, so we've got a second label now, and um, so we're having fun with it. It's cool, and then we're also doing some other um, lifestyle uh, products, so Lindsay designed this um, this clutch, a woman's clutch, and we've done uh, belts, and we're working on a men's work shirt, and uh, so just kind of broadening it, making it fun, stuff that we, you know, like doing and like you know, like being a part of, so... So that's the philosophy. I mean, along with the wine, uh, the products like the clutch, and there's some, like you said, there's a belt. There's, uh, yeah. I, what did I see? There was um, some oh, vessels do, of some, was it a plate or a vase? Yeah, we or do a like a or, ceramic tumbler. That's what it know, was. Right. Yeah. So it, just stuff that we find interesting, and we'll try to team up with different artisans and, and design it together and produce it together. So that's that's the idea behind it. And it's fun. We've had, we've had a really good time with it. It sounds like yeah. it. By the way, we should just mention if folks want to check that out, it's Revival Made. That's that's dot right. com. Yeah. Revivalmade.com. Yeah. And your awesome family video is on there as well. Oh yeah, thanks. Yeah, we've got two installments now. We've got a um, a good friend out of Nashville, John Messner came out and you know, when we first started, we you know, we just didn't have, you know, really any financing or anything to get it going and we thought, okay, what's the best way to tell the story? And so we we put a video together and put that up on the website. And that essentially was the website. You click to the you know, to the domain and there there was just this video. And we had just a great response from it. And, and that's where really the idea for the products came because we had stuff out on the table in this video and, you know, belts that people were, maybe someone was wearing. It was like, what's that? I want to get, you know, what are they drinking that out of? What, what's that guy wearing? You know? And so it just seemed to kind of grow from there organically. It was kind of fun. That's great. You know, yeah. I, I remember gushing about that video the last time you were here, just how brilliant I thought it was. There's nothing said. There's right. no dialogue. Yeah. It's just images and music and it just conveys this just really warm familial feeling about being in and working in Napa Valley. Yeah. And so I can see how folks would, would, you know, see the video and kind of want to be part of it beyond the wine too. Like say, wow, I like Sean's shirt. (laughs) Yeah. You know, it sounds kind of funny to to say, but that was the response in it. And it was, um, yeah, it was, it was really neat. It was, it was, you know, it succeeded on that level. And then we did a second one. I wanted to keep it silent again, just music and pictures. But our friend John said, no, I think you should speak over it, you know, and, and kind of explain what's going on. So we did a little bit of that. And I think it was effective, too. But I was, yeah, I think that first one really succeeded in the sense that it was just images with music. It was told the story in that way. 
And you are a storyteller. I mean, you're a poet. You're a songwriter. You have how many discs do you have out now? Well, I've got two that I speak of, and then there's a first one that I attempted, you know, a long time ago that it's hidden away in the garage somewhere. But really, uh, yeah, yeah. Actually, it was kind of fun when Lindsay and I got married. Um, that was our our gift to all the guests. You know, we, everyone got a, a copy of that for first disc. But I mean, at that at that point in my music career, I you know I didn't even know where where one was, you know, and the, the, you know, where the bass came down and where the oh. snare came down. It was just like, it's just coming at it from just totally musical ignorance. But, uh, so now years into it, I've, I understand music a little more. So I go back and listen to that and it's like, Oh my God, what was I doing? <laughs> was that small town graffiti? Yeah. 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 Okay. So some of those songs still, still stay with me, but they're just played a little bit better. Well, you've stuck with the music, which I think is great. By the way, I'm going to, I'm going to, clue you in on something yeah over the past year or so there have been instances where lauren has had to read some quotes and there's sometimes some words you're not supposed to say on the radio sure so we've substituted certain words <clears throat> did i me. just did i just so, say one no you didn't okay. but well not just but what we substitute for the s word yes is shirt so i just want you to know that because i'm going to read something right now okay and you know i want the audience to know you know, clue them in a little bit too. That has to do with your 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 music and what you're doing in life. And I kind of want to, well, run this by you because okay. this this happened in your appearance at TEDx Napa Valley a few years ago, <laughs> which I, I want to find out like how you got on that and um, what that was all about. But but you're on stage and uh, you performed your I guess the first song you wrote, which was small small, small town, town graffiti. graffiti, yeah. And after you sang it, you told the audience that when you wrote it, you know, you were out of co- just out of college living back with your parents, sleeping in the same bed you grew up in. We're trying to figure shirt out. <laughs> <laughs> then you said, you know, there's a little pause, and then you said, and I'll let you know when I figure it out. <laughs> so I'm cu- that was a few years ago. I'm yeah, kind of was- curious. Uh, have you figured it out? I think so. I think, you know, I'm, I'm on, the, on the road to figuring it out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. You know you, 20s are kind of an odd time, right? Especially when you move back home and you're living at home. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was funny. That was the first, yeah, it was the first song I ever wrote and still probably one of my favorite songs that I've written. It seems to get a pretty good res- response from people. So, you know, that something like that happens in the songwriting process and it's like, just comes to you and it's like, wow, you know, I can do this. This is, this isn't too hard. And then that moment is very rare. You know, you find that is, it's very rare that all of a sudden, the words and the music all come in a very short period of time. Hmm. The rest of the time, it's just a complete grind. You know, you're just working through it and kind of putting a puzzle together, really. So, yeah, I think I'm, I think I'm on the road. All right. Yeah. It seems like you're on a good track. I mean, you're now a few discs in. You, you've you know recorded in Nashville. You've got this website with great wines that you're selling and making and products. You've got a family. It seems like you've yeah, kind of yeah. got things figured I don't, out. I can't sit still, you know, so there's always... We've always got plates spinning. I think the key is uh, meditation is what I've discovered. So. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of how I keep saying and keep all of these things up in the air at the same time. Is it a once-a-day type thing? Or, yeah, I try to, or whenever I try to get can... up early in the morning and get, you know, if you can fit 20 minutes in, keep, keep all the pieces together and, <laughs> and start the day. We'll have to talk maybe off-air. This is something I really need to put into practice, I've decided. It is a practice. I have yeah. so many thoughts rattling around this empty <laughs> space between my ears, and be nice to focus them once in a while. <laughs> um, but let's let's experience something that you have focused on, and that is your music. Yeah, 
Let's play let's play something by Sean Garvey, shall we? Sure. All right. Let's let's listen in. Now log it to Agaset Hill to Gamahagat. Gahirter and the Rechtelingenish, Dauron Alling and Yin and Eat Onglown. Achana, it's Sean Garvey. Sounds like a good crowd. Huge. Yeah, where was this, Sean? You know, surprisingly, it was at the White Barn here in town. <laughs> You're looking at me. Is this not you? <laughs> I wish that was my voice, actually. Uh, okay, I guess I queued up the wrong is Sean he, is he, is <laughs> Sorry. All right, hold on, hold on. That's some good Gaelic singing, though, right? That's pretty good. All right, let's, let me see. If, maybe this is it. All right. All right, ladies and gentlemen, here we go. Sean Garvey. What's going on, everybody? This is Sean Garvey, DKETV, at the third annual Hip Hop Dem Festival. This is definitely history in the making. And right here, now, where was this, this that you... You know, this was at the Grange, I think. <laughs> yeah, Rutherford. Huge crowd. Is this not you either? <laughs> no. Oh, it's not shoot. Okay, hold on. All right, let me pause that. All right, sorry, man. Let me see what's going on here. I keep pressing... Oh, I see. It's in this disc player. All right, let's try this one, shall we? All right, this is Sean Garvey off your album. <laughs> Do you want to tell me? That's classic, man. Do you know what the name of this is? Those are both Sean Garvey's too, right? We'll have, to, we'll have to get into that too. All right, this is Obsidian Sun. That's the name of this album. That's yeah. also the name of your the name of the band. current music yeah. musical project. No, you know, the funny thing is, so when I was out, when I first started doing this thing, right, when I got past the open mics and we were playing gigs and stuff, you know, they would put your website up on their, you know, whatever bar's website and inevitably, it would be like Sean Garvey from Iowa, some junior college kid or something that had a band. And it was like, man, yeah, you're working so hard trying to get people out of these shows. And then they just put up someone else's website. So eventually, it was like, you know, we got to come up with a name. So Obsidian Sun is now, now what we play under. Obsidian Sun. Yeah. Here's a track off the CD which just came out uh, just yeah. within the past few Yesterday. months. Yesterday. Yeah. That's within the past few months. All right, let's let's give a listen.
That was Sean Garvey with Black Mesa Boys on the news and talk of Napa Valley, 1440 KVON. That's right. Our guest, Sean Garvey, vintner, grape grower, musician, off your album, Obsidian Sun. That's the name of your new musical project. Uh, That song, Black Mesa Boys, can you tell us a story about that? Yeah, yeah. So it's actually about a um, Chicano poet. His name is Jimmy Santiago Baca, and he uh, grew up in New Mexico, actually didn't know how to read or write. English growing up, and he was incarcerated as a, as a young man and taught himself uh, how to read and write and became this just amazing poet. Um, so I studied him when I was in school, read a lot of his books. I find him just really, really fascinating. His writing's really strong. So yeah, in fact, I was down in New Mexico and I tried to hunt him down one time. Was, oh, yeah? yeah, and I was looking him up, and you, you know, his, his books are all over. Then I kind of realized, you know, maybe it's better if I never meet this guy. Instead, mm. I'll just write a song about him. There's something about meeting your 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 hero or people you admire. Yeah. It's maybe best left yeah. alone. Well, it's great that you can draw inspiration from his story. And we got more stories. We got more. From Sean Garvey. But we've got to take a break. We'll be back with more of Judd's Napa Valley Show right after these messages. Judd's Napa Valley Show. Every episode, a veritable cornucopia of finkel fun. At 1440 on your AM dial in Napa and streaming live around the world at KVON.com. Back to Judd's Napa Valley Show. Thank you, Lauren Mole. We're here with our guest, Sean Garvey. He's a grape grower, vintner, musician. And uh, we were just listening to some of your music from Obsidian Sun, the name of your new musical project. That's the name of your band, which is mainly you. I mean, you put this together. You're the songwriter. You're the singer. Right, but let's let's talk about it. That and the name Obsidian Sun. Where does that come from? I mean, I'm looking at the cover. It's kind of uh, dark and moody, maybe like a misty, like the sun is trying to break through the clouds. Maybe a silhouette of some trees. I'm not sure. Is that what I'm looking at, or it could be a watercolor? I'm not sure. No, but there's I mean, a, there's an arrowhead though. Is that the obsidian? That's the obsidian. Yeah. So I, you know, I grew up. Well, as we mentioned earlier, grew up pretty close to each other, but um, right in town, and in, in uh, we grew up in this old kind of brown shingled home that was underneath this huge 300 year old oak tree and uh on the property there we'd just be running around it right all all the time and uh we'd find big shards of obsidian and broken arrowheads and 
you know, soap root and all this kind of evidence of Native Americans on this property. Mm-hmm. And so that, you know, left a huge impression on me. And so that's always kind of been in the back of my mind. Um, and a lot of the stories and songs come from from this valley, you know, stories of laborers and migrant farm workers and our own stories. And so, um, yeah, it just kind of encompassed that, I think. And it is Sun, S-O-N. Correct. say that. Yeah, correct. Um, and it, it reminds me that on your on the bio of your website, your your particular bio kind of reads like song lyrics. I don't know if you wrote this or not, but yeah. what you just said, I mean, it says about you, uh, Sean grew up on the western edge of the Napa Valley in the shade of a 300-year-old oak tree with the obsidian in his pockets and acorns in the cuffs of his jeans. <laughs> Man, talk about conjuring an image. You're yeah, good at this. Well, <laughs> I've got some practice. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's – I mean – uh, it sounds almost like fiction, but you know it's the way it was. You know, it was um, you know it's a pretty good place to grow up. You know, it's hard to be a disgruntled kid, right? You're trying to sing punk music when you're growing up like that, but we still, <laughs> we still tried. Um, but yeah, that 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 was it, and, and um, you know left a huge impression on me. And I think it's a big part of um, it's a spiritual place where we live. You know, yeah, it certainly is. And uh, what am I trying to ask you? Where? Sorry, I, someone else just got locked out. I can see the door. I'm like, is there someone <laughs> around? Go get him. Let, no, no, you can stay. I think he's going around. Sorry. Oh, dear. When can we hear you next? I know you've got something coming up, right? Isn't yeah, it next yeah. week or in the next so couple weeks? So we're going to be playing at uh, Velovino, which is next Wednesday. And that's in St. Helena. So Wednesday, June 15th um, from 6 to 8. So it should be a lot of fun. So Velovino is that tasting room right uh, south of town. And they've got a great patio in the back. It's on Highway 29, on the west side of 29 yeah. at Vitovich. Exactly. Uh, just south of, like, the downtown part of St. Helena. Yeah. And uh, So we'll have a uh, full the cl- band there. and um, Velovino's the Cliff Family yep. uh, winery yeah. tasting room, right? Exactly. And then uh, Lindsay got- Gay manages the, uh, the, you know, the winery for them and mm-hmm. does an amazing job. And so, um, you know, she booked us, and we're going to be playing there next 15th, on the 15th, next Wednesday. So it should be fun. It'll be good, yeah. Hopefully everybody can come out. It's free to attend. Free to attend, and I think we're going to have a food truck out. Oh, they have a great food truck, the yeah. Bruschetteria food yeah. truck. Did I say that right? Yeah, I, that sounds good. My Italian's not so good. I'm sorry. But whether I pronounce it right or not, uh, it's going to be there. It's good, and, and it's, it's going to be, be there. there. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, that's going to be fabulous. So Obsidian Sun, who's in the band besides you? You've yeah, got some so great players. Yeah, no, we've got um, Joe Shotwell, who lives here oh, in Napa. Yeah. Great yeah, drummer. Great drummer. Like uh, nationally known i mean yeah you know it's funny over. thing is we've connected really late you know we've both been living here in napa for the last you know 10 years or so and, and doing music and it was we were laughing the other day it's like geez i wish we would have connected 10 years ago mm. so we just kind of uh started playing together this uh, maybe six months ago um and then josh yenny who lives over in sonoma is a longtime friend of mine he's an amazing musician pedal steel player he's playing bass in this band which is i think sounds great um and then we've got um, you know, guitar, a couple of different guitar players we've been working with. Okay. So, yeah. All right. If folks wanted to pick up a copy of this album. Let me just say Dave Sampson, though, because Dave's been working with oh. us, and Dave will be there um, on Wednesday, and, and he's a tremendous player, too. So he works works over in Petaluma, lives in Petaluma, is a producer himself, so Dave will be playing with us, too. It's on my calendar. I'm looking forward to being cool. there. Cool. Yeah. yeah. It's on mine, too. All right. Well, how do folks find your disc? Besides coming out on June 15th to Velovino to see you live and in person, where I'm sure you'll have some discs. I went to your website, seangarvey.net. Seems like maybe it hasn't been updated in a little <laughs> while there, Sean. The link takes you to MySpace. Uh, 
Um, yeah, I'm, I'm quite the master marketer. You know, right <laughs> now, I'm, uh, these CDs can be found in the back of my truck, actually. So if you, if you see me driving around the valley, just wave me down, and, and <laughs> I sell them out of the back of my truck. We asked you this. We. It was me. I, I'll take responsibility, asked you this last time, three years ago, yeah. about your previous disc. And you said, just drop by my house, put $10 <laughs> in the mailbox. <laughs> yeah. yeah, master marketer. I don't know how far are. down this road I'm getting. <laughs> yeah, that was three years ago, man. Well, no, actually, I'm in the process of, of putting together this amazing website, um, mm-hmm. and it's supposed to be linking my old website to the new one. Um, so, yeah, at some point, you're going to go on. You're, you'll be amazed. Should I be holding my breath? I don't hold it because I don't want something to happen to you. But okay, <laughs> here's what we should do. Let's play another. Let's play another track. Okay. All right. What's this one? So, uh, what is this? Drifting. Um, so it's kind of kind of a cool story. I had a, a friend here in the valley that um, went over to his house. We were playing some music. So he had this song, Drifting, he'd been working on. He was looking for a chorus and a couple verses, and I thought, man, do you mind if I take this home and start start working on it? He said, no, no, go for it. And uh, so at the time, I was, I think it was during frost season, so we were getting up some weird hours, right, turning on wind machines. And I usually keep my son's, he's got this little nylon string guitar I usually keep in the back of my truck. So if there's any downtime, you know, I'll pull it and start strumming on some chords and stuff. So it was, I think, one in the morning. It was one of these really early frost nights. We were out, and we had all the wind machines turned on, you know, by 2 o'clock. And at that point, it's like, I can't go back to bed, you know. So I'm just sitting in my truck, and I started messing around with this song. And I swear by the time the sun came up, I had the verses done and the chorus done and, you know, just kind of wrote itself. Wow. Let's give it a listen. Yeah. Down on me while we're drifting 
That was Sean Garvey with Drifting on the news and talk of Napa Valley, 1440 KVON. Off your album, Obsidian Sun, Sean. Yeah, so um, Blake Van Treese, he's a local guy here. We actually uh, grew up together. I think he was hung out with my brother, my younger brother. And uh, so we co-wrote that together, and it was kind of a fun process. But yeah, we were after that night, you know, right now, and I threw it back over to him. I go, here it is, man. I think, I think we got it. That's a great song, and if anybody wants to own that, uh, the only way to get it is from Sean. Yeah, so I drive a yeah gray F one fifty, and uh, <laughs> I'm up and down the valley quite a bit. Just flag them down, or go out to Velovino on June fifteenth for the free show starting at six p.m. Yeah. Now, Sean, you answered this question last time, so I'm not even going to pose it again. I'm just going to I'm just going to do this, and we know for a fact that you go nuts for donuts. Yes, but. What we're gonna do is I'm gonna put this in front of you. I'm gonna I'm gonna see something. Okay. All right. There's your box of donuts. All right. Go for it. Pick oh, one. Okay. Yeah. Which which one? Would it hurt your feeling if I told you that that uh, my favorite donut is not in there? It wouldn't. The, the selection was very slim today. I, I, honestly, I, I said, "What's going on?" They said, "Busy morning over at Butter." Really? Yeah. I was there at eight. And still. Wow. What's your favorite donut though? Uh, glazed old fashioned. Glazed old fashioned. Yeah. yeah. Nope. Gone. So what are you taking there? Let me see. I don't even know what this is. It's that's like... the fancy French twist. Hmm. That, and that's you. Yeah, I was just curious. Last time you went for the buttermilk nub horn, mm-hmm. which is in there. I was going to see if you went Wait, for I, it again. Hold on, hold on. Did you write that down? No. no How do you remember that? It's online, man. I can listen to it anytime <laughs> I want. And I remember you had an aversion to maple, so I was going to see if that's changed. You did not no, go for the maple. No, it hasn't changed. Okay. I tell you, I was close to picking, uh, is this like a cinnamon? Well, oh, this the, is the buttermilk? That, that's the buttermilk nub. Wow. Or whatever they I don't know what they call it. The size of that actually scared me. Well, you touched it, so you have to eat it now. Both of those. So. Shirt. Shirt, yes. Uh, enjoy those. We're not going to dwell on the okay. donuts right now. You, you can enjoy at your leisure. I'm not even going to ask you about pairings or anything, because now it's time to play a game on Judd's Napa Valley show that we're calling... Guess Who? That's right, Sean. Okay. What we're going to do is we are going, or Lauren over here, is going to read you... Some stats about three people. 
and it's up to you to guess. Is Lauren reading about you, Sean Garvey, uh-huh. or is he reading about former Los Angeles Dodgers first baseman Steve Garvey, <laughs> or comedian Steve Harvey? Okay. Okay. Are you up for this? I'm up for it. So we got Steve Harvey, Steve Garvey, and Sean Garvey. Sean Garvey. Exactly. Yeah. See. All right, Lauren, let's have number one. This person made 10 baseball all-star game appearances and earned two MVP awards for those games. And by the way, Sean, uh, you do not have to answer in the form of a question. (laughs) All right. Is that you, Sean Garvey, Steve Garvey, or Steve Harvey? Well, I've been called Steve Garvey so many times, I have to know who Steve Garvey is. So I'm going to go uh, Steve Harvey. Steve. <laughs> no, no Steve. This, is, this is for real prizes. What do you, okay, Steve Garvey. Steve, Steve Garvey. Garvey. What, what do you say? Is that correct? That's correct. Correct. All right. Well done. You're yes. one for one. Yes. All right. Now, Can I see the prize? Can be, I see the prize? We could be doubling up. You know, they, they might not all be represented here, but let's see. Can, no, I, see, can I see the prize? Oh, you're going to find out. All right. This person's self-titled television show has won him two daytime Emmy Awards to go along with his numerous NAACP Image Awards. I think I'll go with Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey. That's correct. Very good. (laughs) All right. Number number three, Lauren. Right now, this person is oblivious to a very obvious yellow smear of mustard just above the right corner of his mouth, (laughs) while the rest of us in the studio can't just can't figure out how to politely let him know that he needs to go wash up. That's not mustard, Lauren. Okay. (laughs) Probably. Hey, it's probably ketchup then. That must be Sean Garvey. That's right. And here's a wet nap. (laughs) Very good. Well, you are three for three. Lauren Mole, tell him what he's won. A free trip to Miami. (laughs) Well, it's not exactly free. It is all expense paid, but you get to pay the expenses, Sean, and make all the arrangements yourself. Congratulations for playing our game and a little uh, game show music. Why not? All right. That's enough of that. Okay. Uh, Let's... (laughs) We're getting towards the end here, as sorry as I am to have to say that. But you brought a guitar. I brought a guitar. Could we have a little something? Okay. All right. Do you mind? No, no. All right. I was hoping we could get out of here without... But, uh, but here, we I, here we are. We're live in studio, and this is going to be... What is this going to be, Lauren? A Judd's Napa Valley Show exclusive. Live in studio with Sean Garvey. Steve Harvey. I know we'll leave like the ones before, making shadows on the walls. But if our love goes unloved, is it love at all? If a heavy load and grinding gears bring you to your knees, may mercy be in the river's grace and the wind through the trees. If we lose our crops to a killing frost, show me where to prune. The bitter cold of the winter months brings a gold harvest moon. And if every place is displaced, our fruit trees grow bare. Will we fall on our swords? Will anybody care? 
Be not too proud to lose child through loss we are born. Be not too proud to love child through life we are sworn. Be not too proud to beg child for the peace of the wild now. Peace of the wild. Peace of the wild. Yeah. So watch us run like a canyon fire down through the valley below. A dying vine, we're losing time. You know we're gonna go. Be not too proud to lose child through loss. We are born. Be not too proud to love child through life. We are sworn. Be not too proud to beg child for the peace of the wild now. Peace of the wild, peace of the wild, yeah. Hey, Sean, thank you so much. Yeah, you bet. Thanks, you guys. Sean Garvey, Obsidian Sun is the album. Go see him uh, this uh, next Wednesday, June 15th at Velavino in St. Helena. You can hear that tune and many more fabulous songs by Sean Garvey. Thanks for being here. Yeah, thanks, Judd. Thanks for having me. This is Lauren Mole speaking for Judd's Napa Valley Show, a Gil Lamar production. Judd's Napa Valley Show.